there. This is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. Six things you should know when meeting with an agent. Much like a really good first date, sitting down with a new agent can be simultaneously exciting and nerve-wracking. Granted, your date may appear stunning and very discriminating, and you may feel flat-out privileged to be out with them, but you want to make sure you're both on the same page. If this relationship is going anyplace, your meeting needs to be a mutually satisfying venture, if you'll pardon the metaphor. So let's assume you're fully prepared to arrive at the agent's front door with up-to-date promotional materials, headshots, resume, voiceover demos, professional reels if you have them or need them if you're going after on-camera. In most cases, this is the reason you've been invited in in the first place. Your promotional materials are awesome, so they're going, good, let's see if they can pull it off. Great. Now what? Here are six things you should know prior to sitting down with a talent agent. Number one, your talent agent meeting is an audition. It's important you understand this because regardless of how you got in the room, through a friend of a friend or a professional referral, a relative, or all by your lonesome through persistent agency submissions, this is a job interview. You may think it's a simple meet and greet or maybe even a pleasant fact-finding mission on your end. But the agent in front of you is determining whether or not you're worthy and savvy enough to become someone who will represent the best of what the agency provides to directors, casting directors, producers, and production houses. Therefore, this is something of a chemistry read. Whether the agent has you read a script or two or not, because they might not. Number two, be flexible you may or may not be asked to perform. Just be as prepared to get to know the agent and their needs and wants as to read a script or two. And don't be surprised if they're running 20 minutes to half an hour late and you have to sit there. You want them to be busy. That's a good sign. No point in signing to an agency that's barely working. Number three, be someone people honestly want to work with. The agent wants to see how well you carry yourself, professionally and personally especially when they aren't there and you're on the job. What's your temperament when you're not acting? Are you personable? Are you thoughtful? And not just to the agent, but to other talent and the person at the front desk. If you're impatient or short with others and pour on the syrup with the agent, that doesn't go unnoticed. And that that person at the front desk, they're probably going to end up being an agent before long too. Additionally, if you spend... The brief time you have with this agent dissing various people or crabbing about all the things you hate about this business, you won't be using their time or yours wisely. And if you only talk about yourself or, and just as bad, hardly talk at all, you need to rethink your approach. Offer more than just a simple one-word response. No one wants to work that hard to get to know you. Number four, if you're not working, you're training. This isn't just a cliche reserved for someone else. Just as every professional athlete is found training when not in the game, the very same applies to you as a talent. If you aren't currently training, better get you to the nunnery, Ophelia, and be quick about it. Agents want to know you're reliable. The best litmus test for that is your continued quest to improve your performance and to maintain your professional chops. This is where so-called seasoned talent entirely missed the mark. If the last time you took a class was a couple years ago or worse, nearly a decade ago, it's highly unlikely you can be counted on to deliver your best at a moment's notice. 
This is elementary to some, yet better than 80% of all talent leave this element entirely out of the equation. Many talent aren't working as much as they did in the past for this very reason, but they can't bring themselves to face this simple fact. No one's diminishing your experience or expertise. Just don't assume there's nothing left to learn. Proper coaching offers a fresh approach and helps feed that drive that gives you your competitive edge. Otherwise, it's likely you'll expect more from the talent agency than you're willing to do for yourself. And that would be a red flag for the agent. Number five, the agent isn't your manager or your publicist. Typically, these responsibilities fall to you, the talent. While many agents will try to help and refer you to this demo producer because they just heard their name or that headshot photographer because they heard something good about them or even this class or that workshop, that's really not their job. You're expected to arrive ready to work. Agents want to help, but there's honestly only so much they can do. This is the legwork you're responsible for. In fact, to be clear, a talent agent has access to work you're best suited to land and they have a good working knowledge of what those jobs are worth. That's their job. This is precisely why they want to meet with you. They want to ensure you're up to the task, and they'll likely give you a six to eight week, if not six to eight month trial period. They may not say that, but they will. And if you don't rise to the occasion, you know what? Moving on. Number six, ask intelligent questions. Okay, easier said than done especially if you're nervous. So be prepared. Determine what sort of work the agency is known for and why you'd honestly be an asset. Ask them about the agency. Ask them about them. How did they become an agent? And what are they looking for? What's the types that they seem to need the most of? And uh, they brought you in, so they're clearly interested. But having access through a friend or whatever, they might have brought you in just for that, just to appease the friend who happens to be with them but it doesn't mean they're going to take you on. Or maybe they'll audition you a little bit, but they're doing it as a favor to that person, not necessarily because they feel they need you. So determine why you'd be of value to their to be added to their talent roster. Finally, if you determine this is the agency you want to align yourself with, reassure them you'll do your level best to be a reliable asset to them and then live up to your word, if not even surpass it. Can't hurt. This is Kate McClanahan. This has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.